the Fantasy Lounge, live from 92nd in Nashville, formerly 33rd in Emerald, with the same old fantasy football talk. 12 degenerates from Oak Lawn compete to be the champion. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Who's this man? Find out this week on the Fantasy Lounge. And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, Mikey Mack on the mic and via the Fantasy Lounge hotline, the commish, Randy Hansen and Daily Dave himself, David Steuben. And boys, we're approaching, fantasy-wise, about 25% of the season is about to be over, but we're about to get into that threshold. I mean, time flies. Time flies. Can we just talk about the elephant in the room, though, Mike, uh, of... Are you a betting addict, and why is the answer yes? For people that don't know, I have started gambling, and you know, like, I, 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 that's all I'm thinking about now. Like, that's all, that's all I care about. And like, I, I bet, I bet a baseball game last night. Uh, like, it, it's just, what? it's just everything well, to me now. Us what lines we like on on Monday night after the game? Uh, like, it's Monday night. You know, people could get injured th- throughout the week, like. Yeah, you have no idea who's even going to play. I'm sorry, Dave. I just want to give an announcement, too. Like, uh, we're finally we have a sponsor, so I got to do an ad read. Uh, this goes out to 1 800 gamblers. Uh, for, <laughs> for all of you. No, no, but here's the thing. You know what's problem? <laughs> like, I can already see your future. You're hanging outside uh, Copper Top, like on 95th Street, like hands pressed on the glass, like sweating out, like to see. Because he can't watch the games. <laughs> yeah, he's, get, he's got the over in the Denver Bears game. Like, it's do, like, put a, do put up $400 on the weekend on, on football, but can't buy $5 worth of fucking CBS cable app to watch the Bears game. Uh, Mike, also, could you explain what you did on Saturday morning or Sunday morning to try to get to your bets? Uh, <laughs> Dude, it, was, it was a degenerate It was a degenerate situation. I wake up at 8.30 uh, and I realized I cannot connect like my credit card uh, to FanDuel or DraftKings. And so I didn't want to connect my bank account because I just thought that would be dangerous. And so I realized, you know what, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and get a DraftKings gift card. So I'm going to go buy a DraftKings gift card and then upload the DraftKings gift card onto my account. And so I went to a Speedway, a Shell, <laughs> a Walgreens, and a Jewel. None of them had a DraftKings uh, uh, gift card. So then I bought a prepaid like Visa for $150. All right. And so I went to go and, and put the prepaid Visa into DraftKings and they wouldn't accept it. And then my prepaid Visa got like basically like, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, restricted or put on hold. So I had to call them and be like, hey, can I get my $150 back because it won't let me use it. And so then finally, I just connected my bank account. So I basically spent 8.30 to about 11.45 like trying to figure out how to get money out of my DraftKings. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you try one of your link cards too? Jesus Christ, Mike. That's, that's bad, dude. I don't like think they, make a, they, don't, they purposely probably do not make a DraftKings credit card, Mike. No, they have DraftKings gift cards. There's so, DraftKings gift cards? Yes. That's this is about... This all this all happened because now DraftKings and FanDuel accept credit cards, and Mike's credit card wouldn't allow him to put money on there. 
Yeah, so that that got put. That's so a good thing. my one, my one with my bigger limit, like basically, I had to call the bank and then get them like, yeah, hey, yeah, that's me, you know, like just. Oh God. Yeah, it was it was it was a rough scene, and then I mean the bets were flying though. I probably God. took like 14, 15 different bets within. Then you're up what ninety dollars on the weekend. Yeah, and I got like another no, like, yeah, I'm up like ninety dollars, but I have like another like. 80 like in flux right now on futures right now not not okay. futures i got the, i got the over on the i can't wait to the i can't wait to the irs audit you yeah i got the over on the tennessee south carolina game and then i have um one other bet i gotta look at but and then uh i know this is a non-football talk but he can't wait till women's basketball starts to uh to, to start betting on that can't wait to see mike sweating out a like eastern michigan western michigan Game at like nine thirty at night yeah, on a Tuesday. No, well, here's the thing. Like, I, I'm going to be so locked into the women's basketball season. Like, I, I think like I'm, I could clean up. Like, I think I'll, I think I'll clean up. Yeah, I can't wait till he bets women's DePaul. Then he realizes that DraftKings doesn't let you bet the ball since it's in state. So he's driving to Indian, Indy to Gary <laughs> to put in the bet to driving home. Did you, uh, did you cash your baseball bet last night? No, I lied. No. failed miserably. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Now. Let's talk fantasy. Let's talk. Let's talk fantasy football here. Let's talk solo touchdown league. Before we get into the waivers, all right. I, I'm kind of looking at the league here, all right. And I'll, I'll share my screen with the boys right now. But I'm looking at the league here, and I think pre-meeting we talked about, you know, who's got the best odds, or like right now, who is the most likely to, if you had to place a bet on to win our league, all right. And we came up with three names: the Kamish, Lewis. And Gallagher, and so those right now look like the three heavy favorites. So right now, Dave, if you had to put like you know minus two hundred or plus one, like who's the betting favorite right now to win it in our league? I mean, uh, you're the guy for that, but uh, you want to click on one of their teams so I can maybe see some what's going on here. Yeah, we'll, we'll start with we'll start with the uh, Commish right now. Who? Uh, I mean, like we, we talked last week. Actually, though, the Commish. Gallagher and Lewis all have complete teams. I don't think they have holes in, in their teams like most of everyone else does. Yeah, let's actually give uh, Lewis the the due the respect he's due because he's putting up a ton of points. Um, let's talk yeah, him first. Put up uh, almost two hundred on me last week. Got a nice ass whooping from him. Uh, so he's starting. He has Tua, obviously historic game last week for them, seventy points, second most points in NFL history. Keenan Allen throwing touchdowns, getting what sixteen receptions or something last week. Uh, it was absolutely ridiculous. Michael Pittman nine for seventy-seven last week. Um, yeah, he's uh, Mixon had a touchdown. Kenneth Walker had two touchdowns. Kittle had a, a sixteen points. Tyler Bass was putting up. I think he had like fifteen points. Cleveland's defense was just uh, having a day. So. Uh, Lewis's team is looking real good. And not to mention he's got Eckler just sitting there. Yeah, waiting to come back. Um, so Randy, would you would you would you think that Randy right now you think Lewis has the best team? Or what are your thoughts on that? Um I I'm worried about Kenneth Walker um with Charbonnet getting a bunch of touches there too. Charbonnet looked good last week. Kind of ransom over on his way to the end zone. Kind of the the two things for Lewis that the, I think the most surprising are is Keenan Allen being wide receiver one, dude's balling out. Now with Mike Williams being out as well, um, Keenan Allen was all was pretty much healthy all last season too. He had a great year as well. Keenan Allen just Mr. Reliable and um, 
why can't I think of his name? Uh, the, the quarterback there. Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert. Yeah. He's playing out of his mind. And then Michael Pittman as well with, like, I think he leads wow. the league in targets. He has 11, 12, no, yeah, he was up there. It was like 11, 12, 11, back-to-back. I mean, Michael Pittman's playing at that caliber you thought he was going to play last year when Trotter traded half his team for him. But, yeah, and that's with Richardson and Gardner Minshew, which is surprising. I think Gardner, Gardner Minshew doesn't get enough credit for being a reliable backup or starting. Like, if Gardner Minshew's on the Jets. I think Jets have, like, a chance to go far in the playoff. I, I mean, if I'm the Colts, though, you got, I wouldn't trade him. Oh, hell no. Um, but, yeah, Lewis, Lewis's team, I mean, like, I think it's going to come down at the end of the day to Eckler's health. And hopefully this ankle thing is subsides after this week, and he could play because what's called Kelly stinks, dude. Yeah, Joshua Kelly season was about as long as Roger uh, Aaron Rodgers season. Yeah. Um, so I, I do like Lewis's team a lot. Congrats to Chinga to Madre. Um, I like his team. All right, let's go to Rand, let's go to Randy's team, and then because he's three and zero as well, we only have two three and zero teams, and then we'll go to Gallagher, who's two and one. Um, with with Randy's team, I mean, also pretty loaded. And then the whole thing with like Mostert, like what he's been doing. I I don't say it's just a surprise, but I mean he's been That's a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, I mean he's yes, been unbelievable. I mean, I mean, if you look at Mostert's history, um, I mean, like, is he going to be healthy? There, he's. I don't see him. I see. Uh, what, what did A change change his name? Achen, that's what Achen, Achen, like looked fucking great. I mean, he was kind of banged up in preseason, didn't get a lot. Last week got a lot of tar- uh, a lot of run. I mean, he had the, a career for any any player. Um, I just, for me, I like my depth a lot. I think that's going to help me a lot, especially with like Jacoby Myers is like that guy there too. And then you have Devontae Adams talking about trying to get traded. Uh, Jacoby Myers and Jimmy G still have that connection going, and he hasn't really even played for me. Um, main thing, like anything, comes with health, but I do like I do like my depth right now, and I think that I'm in a good spot going forward. Yeah, I mean, and to like CD Lamb really hasn't put up the huge games yet either. So you still have, I mean, he's been solid, but he hasn't, you know, he hasn't put up. Well, he had the 25 point in two week, in week two, but 11 and 10. So uh, you know, if he gets more consistent. Amarante Brown consistent. He's just steady Eddie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cousins leads the league right now in passing yards and touchdowns. So. And then I got Hawkinson too. So. Oh yeah, Hawkinson's top. And, and a very sneaky though, way deep in the draft. I liked him a lot. Um, I kind of had him marked as my defense. I want to go after late after the top defenses went, but uh, New Orleans D's been pretty solid. So, um, look forward. To, I mean, you're going to play. I mean, they haven't, play, they haven't played anybody. That was the one thing I was going to say. I really don't like, yeah, yeah, I really don't like your defense. Twice. You're going to play Panthers twice. Yes. Front yeah, four is pretty good. They got a pretty good defensive line. But. Yeah, and they cover well. I mean, but I mean, they play Tennessee, Carolina, Green Bay. Like, let's not, let's not crown them yet. That's all I'm saying. I mean, but they're still, what, playing Tampa Bay, New England, Houston, Jacksonville, Chicago. Yeah, you like the schedule. You're right. Hey, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I did a deep dive before the season. Now, I don't want to say I don't want to, I don't want to say this to be like you know uh, controversial, 
But, uh, you know, I think uh, – is Gallagher – would you classify Gallagher as maybe the best manager? One of the best managers in our league? No. Really? What is that? Like, get off his dick, dude. He's too much of a like, – he's like a gunslinger when it comes to his team. He'll fucking rip a trade off in four seconds. I don't know, dude. I, I just have a lot of faith in, in, in Gallagher being able to um, – I think, I think he knows what – I think he knows fantasy football, but I don't know if he – He's an elite manager. <laughs> I, here's my thing. I, I think I, I give I think I give Gallagher the edge over Lewis and Randy in terms of being able to manage a team. And, and like what aspect? I mean, Lewis has won one. Like he's been to the Mount Dot. He was, he was there last True. year. Gallagher and, and Randy haven't. I, I know. I, I have, but the only thing I'll give Gallagher the benefit of the doubt because I do think Gallagher has that principle where like he doesn't get too attached to players and he will make a move. Like me, I get super attached. Lewis gets attached. It's like hard to make trades with us. I like when you do a trade with me. It almost right. feels like I have to feel like I've won that trade. All right, here, here, here we know, Randy. Here, we know. Yeah. Just, I'm just saying. Can I give him the benefit of the doubt? He'll he'll do fifty fifty trades and roll the dice. And no, he, 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 he Lewis are, that's, he got, I got half his team last year. Yeah, me and Lewis are more like we're. Uh, more uh, conservative yeah. in that aspect. All right, here's my thing. This is why I Gallagher's say Gallagher's a live. Gallagher's a live. That's what we're saying. Gallagher's All right, here, here, here's what I say. He had a, you know, he actually put up against me week one. He actually put up a decent amount of points. I beat him. Um, not not to brag or anything, but yeah, you know, people are talking two and one. My name not coming up yet. I just that's a whole another topic. But anyway, that's good. All right, now here's my thing, and I'll give Gallagher's due. Okay, I know last week Chase was unbelievable, but the first two weeks of Chase has been god awful. DK yeah. is, I think, a little unreliable. Agree no, or disagree? He's been great the whole year. He's 13, 13, 17, Dave. I'm going to say great. Let's not crown him as great. But that's not that's pretty reliable. Okay, fair enough. All right, all right. As, as your third round pick, you, you want to see a little bit more. But okay, fair enough. Okay, he's starting James Cook. All right. Goddard has not been that good. James, James Con- is, he's getting stuff from James, James Cook. Co- is top five rusher right now. Who? James Cook is in top five. No, I said, I'm saying Dells Goddard. I said Dells Goddard. Okay. You, you, you breeze over James Cook like he was. Oh, and, and, and that and that's and and my point to that is is Gallagher that was a good great draft pick. I mean, when did he get Cook in the sixth or seventh round? I think so. Okay, okay. HCN now all of a sudden, all of a sudden. All right, Mike Evans has been he's been playing Mike Evans who's been great. He's got Charbonnet, like Tank Dell who we kind of who we who we criticize for him spending money. Like that Tank Dell move, I like. I didn't. I didn't criticize picking him up. I just. We, I thought it was too much money. I thought it was a good pickup. Okay. Because he was getting targets, but who would have thought fifteen dollars? You know. I guess. I guess my also, point also is James Conner. You, you gave him a lot of shit last week. You didn't like him. Uh, well, I don't and, like James Conner. Well, that guy's steady Eddie. Okay, he's been steady Eddie. That's my point. And again, and that's why maybe he maybe there's times where I'm not as good a fantasy manager because I just don't like someone. So even though they might be good, I don't like them. Because you're Mister, I gotta win every week. I gotta. If I lose a game, I'm in. I'm in desperation mode. Where Gallagher just kind of rolls with the punches. Will make a trade. I, I guess what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that he's already made moves that have made his team better. I can't say the same about. Now I do like what Lewis did this week on the waiver wire, and we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah. I, I can't. And again, Randy picked up Kyron Williams, but he had him done. But it's just like I don't know if Randy and Lewis is going to be able to make those moves continually. Consistently, I guess what I'm trying to say. I do like the pickup of, uh, if we're going to talk transactions, uh, Lewis picking up Indianapolis defense. 
Yeah. Really wanted them. If you look at their uh, upcoming schedule, it's pretty pretty good, and they've also been putting up double digits. Okay. What's hold on? And, okay, and now I'll just put the lines in right now. If I had to pick right now, you know, uh, someone to win it, I'd probably go Randy like minus one eighty, and then I think Lewis is like minus one ten, and then I'd probably say Gallagher plus one eighty. I probably put Lewis minus two hundred. Randy minus one twenty and Gallagher plus a hundred. Okay. Randy, any thoughts? You're kinda of quiet, dude. Roscoe got your tongue or what? Um the odds don't really make sense, but like if why, why don't they make sense? Because like with with twelve teams you would probably go like if if there's gonna be one favorite you'd Lewis, you'd do like minus if you think Lewis is the best one, you'd probably say Lewis is like minus one fifteen. And then I think I think you're equally like I think you're both could be the favorite, but I just like you a slight a slight right now. Well, I mean, you just dogged me for the last five minutes. Oh right my goodness! How, and then and then how, but then I, how inept I am. Oh, here we go, here we go. God, God, you know, God forbid, God forbid, if I say anything, and then I then I give you the best odds, and you're gonna complain about it. He did give me the best odds. I know, I know, because you know what he really is doing though. It's like he's trying to give me like a kiss of death by trying to be nice. So when it all fucking it all comes off the tracks. The train comes I, off the tracks. Do you no, I don't. I don't. I don't think that. Okay. Now, I, like I said, I really like what Lewis did on the waiver wire. Um, he picks up Thielen for depth. Now, I don't know if like what we feel on Thielen. Eighteen for Thielen. Um, a little bit of an overspend, but there was definitely some action. Simo put eight. Waldo seven. Uh, Thomas two, and then Ryan also put two. So there was some action on Thielen. Um, and then I, I really like Dave. Talk about the Indianapolis one. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wanted to kind of get to that right now. Yeah. So uh, you want to go and click on? Yeah. So I actually put, I was the only other person that put money on him. Uh, I put five bucks. I thought that would get him. Uh, so the next upcoming games we got week four. Can you go up a little bit, Mike? Uh, Tennessee was the fifth. That's week fifth five, pass. Dave. My bad. I'm sorry. Week four, uh, Rams. They're the that's a. Kind of tough matchup, but after that, you got Tennessee, Jacksonville, Cleveland, New Orleans, Carolina, and New England. Uh, that's like six of the next seven are green matchups uh, going for Indianapolis, and they've already put up 13, 16, and 14 uh, in the first three weeks. So super consistent. They're getting sacks. Uh, they're getting uh, turnovers. So that's a great pickup for $8. $18 now on Thielen I think is a slightly too much, but at the same time, uh, there's nothing out there right now. And if you really like a guy and he's been putting up points, a, a 20 and a 31 in the last two weeks, then go out and get him. The, the thing I'll say about um, Thielen is, like, is there is there a, a, a universe where he's actually more valuable with Dalton than with Bryce Young, right? I think I think that was kind of an anomaly last week. I don't think that's going to happen again. Like, everyone was putting up points uh, in the receiving court. I don't think... I don't think that's going to happen again. That might be his best game of the year. Yeah, Seattle's, um, Seattle's secondary is absolutely hot garbage. Um, when you're talking about like 18 points, like you you kind of touch on a day, but I really like looking at the waiver wire position now, three weeks in, going into week four. There's really nothing. Can you nothing to the point where I think like a lot of people are going to have a lot of money left over at the, yeah. at the end of the year, unless like some backup running back comes up out of nowhere where everyone, I think it's going to be like a hot bid, like the 50s and 60s, because I really don't see 
anyone really making that big of a splash going out of, out of these next out of, the, out of the first four weeks. Which I prefer, like, I, I had $15 on him, and I thought that was a lot, but now looking at it, like, $20 probably is good because he goes right into the number two role on an explosive offense. And last year I looked up the stats, I think he had over 70 catches and 700 yards and six touchdowns or something because the same thing happened last year. Mike Williams was injured a lot. And, you know, like, that's another reliable wide receiver then having some shitty backup running back on your bench that does nothing, might as well just pick up a wide receiver. You can maybe trade somebody. I think, like you just said, if, if there's a guy out there that's good, you got to spend money on him right now. Now, with this being said, and this is what I'm thinking uh, from the standpoint, does the, does the league need a, a rule change? Instead of having 16 roster spots, do we go 15 to make uh, maybe a little bit more active fab offers in the future? Uh, probably, I think, yeah, it's, because our waiver wire right now, I think, after this week's went through, like, Tyler Higby is, like, the best player available right now. There's not one running back, maybe, uh, who's the running back in, in Buffalo that's, like, 45 years old? Latavius Murray. Keeps Latavius Murray? Yeah, Latavius Murray, just, that, that's, like, the other, only other guy that maybe has value on a waiver wire right now. Some defenses kickers, I think, are up there as the uh, most added. Uh, in our waiver wire, so that's where the waiver wire is at. But I think if we take a spot away, you're going to have to add an IR spot. Yeah, I think got to go back to IR. If you I mean, Commission, I mean, early thoughts. You're the one, I mean, you reside I mean, over this thing. I think you also have to give credit when credit's due that uh, some, I think our league is very good to the aspect of, like, some of these guys that in a lot of other leagues that you play in, like, these guys were drafted. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. uh, you can't like hamstrung everyone because everyone's kind of on their P's and Q's. You know what I mean? So it's kind of almost like the nature of the beast. And like class examples like Jerome Ford, like, like in our league, Jerome Ford's picked up before he even has a big game. And Dave was on him early. And then I had him, and I dropped him and credit the channel for picking him up before Chubb got hurt. But in, in, in most other leagues, like Jerome Ford is available after his, his blow up. He, he's not available. He wasn't available after his blow-up uh, when Chubb goes down. At, if you look at everyone's team, like there's multiple backup running backs that are just sitting on people's benches getting no points. Because we know there is value in that once that guy gets injured, you know, because running backs get injured at a higher rate than most other positions in fantasy, that there's going to be some value in a backup. Now, it does suck having to wait until that happens or maybe it never happens. But that's why we have no one on waivers is because we're just hoarding backup running backs right now. Like, I don't want Clyde Edwards to layer. I don't want to take Biggs on my team. I really don't want even want Kareem Hunt, but you just never know. Yeah, you're always one play away from having an RB2. Like, Zach Moss, I would have thought that that guy was going to be a top 10 running back. Yeah, who would have thought the dude? I've watched him every down. He stunk for years. They tried to get him the ball exactly. And there's a reason the Bills traded him because he was terrible. Yeah. Other than that, though, nothing else really on the waiver wire. Melvin Gordon from uh, Lewis as well, but no one put a bid on him. And um, then... Does he not know that he went back to the – he's on the practice squad again. Oh, is he? Yeah, but he – yeah. A.J. Dillon out there, that guy stinks. Drop A.J. Dillon? Yeah. Seymour already picked him up. Oh, man, I didn't see that. What time was it at, like 3.45 in the morning? Uh, Simo picked him up at, yep, 
Fucking sick. Sick drop. Yeah. So, I mean, not much going on in the waivers. And I I guess I could try and do some um, deep sea divers. But, I mean, I really... like I, I don't want to say I'm like, I just have to stretch for it. But, holy shit. I mean... I mean we could throw some things out there. I mean, we could throw hard, some things but... out there. But, oh, my God. Like you said, I, who knows? Who knows with some of these guys? Click on uh, most ads. That's... Or, or own percentage. I think our own... The highest own percentage is like 55%. Yeah, Burita right now, like available running backs, Burita right now at 27% is the most owned running back. Let's see, receivers. Let's do, uh, do flex. Gosh, you're smart. You're smart, Dave. You're smart, dude. Cool, cool guy, dude. Higby at 73%, Komet at 55 and then nothing else under 50 Everything else is under 50 yeah, like, you don't really want Juju. He hasn't done anything in, like, three years. Odell's hurt. Odell. Schultz maybe, is... maybe take a flyer on Bateman. Like, but that guy's always injured. Dalton Schultz hasn't done shit. Zay Jones, maybe. Again, another guy, if he comes back from injury. But, like, there's so many receivers that... Zach Ertz put up a dud last week. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's not... Do you take a, a flyer on Jeff Wilson Jr. or whatever the fuck's name is? Yeah, I mean, Tony Jones, but, I mean, Kamara's coming back. Uh, yeah, he didn't last week. I mean, nine. That's nothing to sneeze at. So, yeah, I mean, the whole thing, I guess, that we're saying is it's it's a wasteland out here. It's like Mad Max and Beyond Thunderdome. Like, you're just looking for, like, a drop of water. Yeah. Best pickups right now are, like, kickers and defenses. True. All right. Now, um, I think we should talk a little bit about I, we should talk about the Bears, right? Or no, do we not? I mean, what's there to talk about? Like, I'm sick of talking about Okay. Um, there, there's one thing I'd like to, to piggyback off the Bears. Um, I just saw an interesting stat where it's like, this is what the, like, I, like we have like a, a common misconception, like that the Bears like are a historic franchise, but I think like besides 85, and then when you had Sid Luckman in like the fifties, when there were six teams, like this team's yeah. never been this team's never been good. But like when you have like Dick Buckus kind of ripping the Bears and stuff like that, and it's like so I went back Dick and Buckus, and I, Lance Briggs, the fucking Bears, they're all yeah, going but, in on. Yeah, but I like look, went back and looked, and like just listen to this, Dave. I'll, I'll say this to you. Guess how many playoff games combined, Mike Dick up. Gail Sayers and Dick Buckus played it. All right, four. One. Dick Buckus played one playoff game. Gail Sayers never played a playoff game. Dick Buckus never played a playoff game. Dick, uh, and these yeah. are like all oh, like yeah for, for the Bears. They just never I'm like so. What, what are we talking about when there's guys like oh let's go back to like the, the old Bears way? Like the old Bears ways never worked. We had one year in '85, and then they blew it in '86. Well. They didn't blow it in 86. The Green Bay Packers are scumbags and blow out McMahon's fucking shoulder. And... True. And then you put in Doug Flutie. But, like, this is what I'm talking about. And then, like, we've only played – we've only been the playoffs four times since 2000. Like, what do you what, what do you expect from this team? Like, this is this is what they are. It's just like – Perpetual, just mediocre franchise that's ran terribly, won't spend money, won't hire the right – they, they just like won't make a big splash. They're always just too scared to, to 
to do anything outside the box. And I think it all still comes down from the McCaskies. Like, this, t- this franchise will never be good until they're away from this team. 100%. And, like, if we bring in Bill Poland one more time to make, like, a GM fucking call, I'm going to kill myself. But, I don't know. This whole team is just trash. Our whole defense is injured. We're picking up guys that are should be working at, like, fucking FedEx to play quarterback this weekend. It's It's bad. Um, yeah, and I mean, first time in NFL history that a team lost, gave up 70 points, and then comes in on the road as three-and-a-half-point favorites. It's yeah. just wild. And it's a Monday, uh, uh, this is a Monday night game, if I'm not mistaken? No. No. Oh, okay, okay. All right, now, here's one thing I do want to touch on, because we had, me and Randy talked about this yesterday, and I'll pose this question to you, Dave, and then maybe the lounge listeners will have some feedback on it. If I told you Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, who is most likely to get traded uh, within the next three weeks, who would you say? Probably Devontae Adams. I feel like he's been wanting to get out and Derrick Henry doesn't want to leave. I feel like uh, Devontae Adams, for sure, by a long shot. Well, here's the problem. I know they'll have to restructure his contract because he's only in year two of five with that hundred million plus contract like the only teams that could really afford him are the bears well yeah he's not gonna go with bears um but they're like cleveland um cleveland can afford him? yeah they have they have the most cap space um this year um then it was like the patriots are up there too they did a lot of restructuring surprising not too as well is the 49ers have a lot of cap space as well after all the rec- well, yeah, because they're not they they got Brock Purdy. He's on his rookie contract, and he was the last pick in the NFL draft. So he's making like two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. So that's saving him a ton of money. Yeah, so it just it'd be hard for like a landing spot for him. Going back to Derrick Henry, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season Tajay Spears was going to be out snapping him, I would have been mind blown. Um, I put up a stinker last week. I think he put up a two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, I mean, then, like, Josh Jacobs is kind of struggling, too. Like, these are household names that, uh, running backs that are really... Josh Jacobs, yeah, but at least he's still putting up some... He's getting some catches, at least, but, yeah, they're not... I think the one game he had, like, eight rushes for nine yards or something. I think, like, they would, they would fuck up the Cowboys if he went there. I don't know. I just... I don't... I, mean, think... I, could, I could see him on the Patriots, because they, they definitely need a number one receiver, and... But I don't think he wants – again, I don't think he just wants to make a lateral move to a, a franchise that's not in any position to win a championship. Yeah, but does Bill Belichick sell it for you? I don't know. Not, I don't know. Does he anymore? I don't think he does. And a lot of guys don't actually like playing for Bill Belichick because he's like a dictator. Or just a dick. The concern, the concern, I think Devontae Adams is still very legit. The thing I have, I'm a little concerned about Derrick Henry. Um, I know it's only three games, and he hasn't played as much. Right now, lowest career rushing average per rush attempt in his career, and it's not even close. Not even close. He's having 3.2 yards of carry. That's concerning to me. That tells me maybe the, the Titans' line's not as good, and maybe, I mean, again, you got, this guy's got a lot of wear on the tires. That's just what it is. And so that's concerning to me. So I feel like Derrick Henry, if like if you're Tennessee and you lose again this week and you're one and three, realistically, I mean what I mean what could you get for Derrick Henry like a fourth rounder? 
No, you probably get a second or third or third rounder from a desperate team that needs a running back. That's you know a running back away from being legit. You know, like Minnesota, if you really wanted a, I don't know, but they're really in no in no position to go anywhere this year too. They're zero and three. Maybe like the Texans or something or. Honestly, like I hate to say it, but maybe Dallas. Because kind of, Dallas has been struggling to to run inside the numbers, inside the ten, and with Dak, um, it kind of be. So, just for reference, right now, Derrick Henry total team snaps right now ninety one in three games. Tajay Spears eighty. That's never been like that. Derrick Henry has always dominated the snap count in Tennessee. Is, is there maybe an injury concern that we're just not talking about? That I mean, because like you said, he's been like a bell cow for the last five years of his career, and this year just doesn't seem like himself. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see what happens there because um, I think that team's not very good, and so I, I like I don't know his contract situation, but I I just thought those two names because they've been so dominant in fantasy. And Devontae Adams still is uh, still a high level. Oh yeah. I I just I'm kind of curious about um, Derrick Henry. World, is there a world where where Henry gets traded for Jonathan Taylor? I'm interested. I don't think that is, but that'd be interesting, especially with Richardson there. I mean, yeah. again, is it, it, it possible though? Like Jonathan Taylor comes back and is like just stud. Yeah. Or is he done? Is he is he done in? in I don't think he wants to play for the franchise. That's the problem. I don't think he's not. I think he's talented, but I don't think he wants to play for Indianapolis anymore. I mean, you're going to start seeing after week uh, after week four when IR gets done after this week, where he starts losing game checks and shit. That is he going to still sit out and stuff like that, or is he just going to come in and get some little work? But I mean, like Indy's like actually they've been pretty decent this year, as we've seen. So it'd be, I hope to God he doesn't come just back. No, no one's gonna pay. No one's gonna pay him. That's what he wants. If he gets traded, he wants to get paid by someone. Everyone's already yeah. said no. So it's like the worst case scenario. Uh, just for reference, right now, Derrick Henry, twenty first PPR running back. So still startable. Still starting running back in in fantasy. Just hanging on to RB two range right now. Yeah, RB two. So, but uh, behind guys like Rashad White, Madison, Miles Sanders, Zach Moss, Swift, Ford. But yeah, I know. But I just. Interesting, interesting thought. All right, we mentioned it earlier, gambling. Uh, I'm all in on it. I'm going to be betting. Again, it was almost a miserable Sunday, though, because I'm just sweating out every bet. Um, like, it was exa- I was exhausted. It was exhausted. But you know who's not exhausted is Daily Dave because he brings the fire every time. Like he, he, go, he, go, he does a lot of research into his picks. Now, again, they don't hit ever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But let's, let's slow down, Mike. But Last week but, we actually we actually put up a lineup that was pretty fucking decent. Okay, well let's talk about it then. All right, let me pull it up here real quick. I forgot which one it was. Hold on. So, 138 points uh, we put up last week, which if you're in most paid uh, uh, lineups, you're gonna you're gonna win some money on that one. Uh, so Kirk Cousins hit. 367 yards, three touchdowns, uh, two, uh, 26 points, almost 27. Javante Williams, seven and a half, didn't really hit. Brian Robinson didn't really hit either, seven points. But then we had Michael Pittman, 12. Jordan Addison, 8.2. Then we got some big numbers down here. 
uh, Justin Jefferson, 24 and, uh, 24.4. Steve Laporta, or what the fuck's his name? <laughs> oh, you talking about Laporta? Uh, yeah. It's not Steve. Laporta. What is his name? Uh, we went to school with Steve Laporta. Yeah, Steve Laporta. <laughs> uh, I can't... Yeah, I know. I, I should know this. I know. I have a... Brian Laporta, no? No, it's an S. Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta, there we go, 18 and uh, 18.4, a boy tank Dell, 23 points, and then Chief Defense, uh, 11 points against uh, Chicago. So if you put that lineup in, you won some money. Uh, this week, hopefully we can go two for two. So we're going to go save some money on your quarterback, but Mr. Reliable, uh, Brock Purdy, is $7,100 going against Arizona. I know Arizona's been... Pretty good this year, but they're 25th against quarterbacks. Uh, Brad Purdy's putting up 18 points per game. Then we're going to go to A-Chan. Is that how you say his name now? Uh, coming off a hot start last week, four touchdowns. Obviously, that's probably not going to happen again, but only $6,400 going against Buffalo. Uh, James Potter is averaging 14.9 points this year. He's $6,300, so again, you save money there. Tank Dell, going back to the tank. Uh, $6,200 going against uh, Pittsburgh. They're 28th against wide receivers. Keenan Allen, who's been Mr. Consistent, $9,500. Uh, Tyreek Hill, $9,600. So you spent a bunch on those two players, but both averaging 25 points per game. So there's 50 points just out of two players. Uh, going against Buffalo, it's a little bit tougher matchup for Tyreek Hill this week, but I think the guy's unguardable. Uh, Donald Parham, had to save some money on my tight end here. Uh, guys have scored touchdowns last week. He had uh, two receptions, four yards, two touchdowns. So I'm just hoping for another touchdown out of him. Uh, in the flex, this is kind of a surprise, but we're going to go with DJ Moore. Uh, probably the only player on the, in the Bears that's worth starting. Uh, he's put up a 13 and 11 in the last two weeks. He's $6,100 going against Denver, put up 70 points last week. Uh, then we're going to go with Denver defense. I know they put up, <laughs> they gave up 70 points last week, but they're playing Chicago, and I don't trust Chicago to put up any points. Uh, they're $3,900. So that's your daily Dave of the week. All right. Uh, lots to digest there. So go ahead and chew it up and uh, swallow it if you want. Um, now, Randy, uh, you know, I, this is, this is, I, I feel comfortable saying this because you've, Told people, but you did not have a good week gambling. Um, is this a get right week for the boy? Um, I mean, on the podcast uh, with the mortgage payments for two and one on the year last week by myself because I like to give a shout out for you guys for taking over for a good pod last week without me because I was under the weather. Um, last week was uh, one of the worst weeks of betting I probably had in the last three years, but. And, and Toronto was texting me Monday, like, what games you like? I'm like, I'm gun-shy right now, dude. If I told you I was going to take, you should just probably just bet the opposite. But this week I got a couple games I do like. Uh, the board starts speaking to me later on in the day after getting kicked in the face, you know what I mean? Um, kind of coming back to try to get the blood flowing again. And uh, I'm going to start out with the Thursday night game. I like Lions at Packers. It's pretty much a pick em right now. It's, it's been flirting from starting out with uh, Lions minus 2.5. It's down to 1.5. I'm hoping it drops a little bit more, but I'm going to just pick the Lions minus one and a half. I like that for, let's say, like the cell phone bill. I like that. I think this is what the Lions are talking about. You heard all offseason how this is this is the year they make their step. They make their get to the playoffs, especially in a down division in the 
NFC North. I think this is a statement game for Lions on the road, especially on a short week. I think I trust Jared Goff more right now than I do uh, uh, Love. So I'm going to go Lions um, in a pick or, or take a minus one and a half. Next, I like Vikings minus three and a half at Panthers. I think it's they're talking right now Bryce Young. Um, I think Vikings win their first game. I mean, the Vikings had played defensively. They played terrible. They have. Um, but I think it's better for the for the spread with Bryce Young. It's kind of slotted to play. Um, I think, I mean, the Vikings last year, what were they, 13-3? No, yeah, something like that. 13-4. 13-4. 14-3 or something. I mean, the, their defense sucks, but I do think they have enough weapons in order to, to beat this team. Um, if you kind of look at it now, like, I'm kind of comparing, like, Cousins and, and Justin Jefferson to, like, Stafford, Calvin Johnson. I mean, Justin Jefferson's on pace for like 200, 2,500 yards. Like, the dude's absolutely mowing. Kirk Cousins is playing well. I mean, can you just get some stops on defense? I just think offensively the Panthers can't keep up with them. Can I interest you in an alternate line? Vikings minus 6.5. I think they win that game easy. Um, I'm just gonna... yeah, I think they roll. Yeah, I think they... I'm saying get the, get the better odds, you know, go with the six and a half. That's all I'm saying. I just, we need to pick winners, Mike. Right. I don't need um, And last but not least, I got Raiders at Chargers, over-unders 48 and a half. I'm picking the over. Chargers defense sticks. Cleo Mack is like nothing going. Um, Chargers defense is terrible. Uh, Raiders, their coach, that, that, that McDaniels, not McDaniels. What's it? What, what is the coach? Why can't I think of his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, McDaniel. McDaniel. Last McDaniel. Yeah. That kick to go for the field goal at the end of the game was probably the one of the worst coaching decisions I've ever seen. Terrible. Terrible. Well, I, didn't, I don't know what it was. They were they were down eight with like two minutes left in the it's two thirteen left in the game and they kick a field goal like on on Pittsburgh's eight yard line it was it was fourth and four. And they kick a field goal to put them down five, and then they never get the ball back. Yeah, you gotta grab your nuts there. Yeah, it was terrible. It was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Yeah, um, I think they're they're both gonna go on the over there. I say, I mean, Adams gonna eat, Meyer's gonna eat. I think uh, that's a, gonna be a very fancy friendly game for offensive offensive wise, and I think that game's gonna be probably like twenty eight. 27 or something. I'm on that. I'm going to be on that. I'm putting it in. I'm on that over. So, um, that's going to be my that's going to be my mortgage payment of the week. Um, I love it. Fight it up. I'm up one unit on the year on the lounge, so hopefully uh start piling up those units. All right. Now, quick question is uh since Mikey's in the betting now, is Dolphins opening up plus 3 a uh, sucker bet? I that's what I said. Like I mean, like we talked about with they dropped seventy. They dropped seventy on a team, and Denver opens up being the favorites, and then they come out and open up um, as the underdogs on the road. They do. The thing is with Miami is they never play well at at Bills. They yeah. always they always split. The Bills play like shit all the time in Miami, and Miami They're, does not play well. They do not travel well to Buffalo. It's um, just surprised me. The team puts up the second most points in NFL history, and then they get. Three points this week. 
It says more about the Broncos, if anything. I think the Broncos yeah, are terrible. I also think, like, with all this high scoring and how bad the Bears were and how good Miami was and a lot of other things going on in the league, it kind of, like, got overshadowed was, like, the Bills fucking dominated the Commanders last week. Bills played well. Their defense played lights out. Um, I would say dominated because I was following that game because I, I, I had the Bills on that. And uh, their quarterback threw four interceptions, Mike. No, no, the defense played great, but the offense was not very good. We're talking about defense right now. I know, I'm just saying. Like, But again, is Washington good? Like, it, Do you think Sam Howell's defense, good? Because they beat the Broncos? Like, what are we talking about? Like, like, Washington's not very good. Their defense is solid. Okay, fair. And their off- the, the Bills' offense did not look good again. I don't think it looked good. Well, they got a pretty. They got, like, one of the best front fours in football. Okay. I'm just. They got, I, they got a pretty good pass rush. Okay, I just, I, I just don't think, I, I don't, I don't think Washington's very good. I don't think that's like a good litmus test to be like, oh, the Bills are back. All right, I mean, all right, all right. But here's, here's the thing I'll say too is, Miami's been so dominant in the best team in the NFL the first three weeks, and their offense has been like on fire. I'm interested to see what happens the first couple drives that see like a couple punts. Maybe like a kind of like more of a defensive struggle game to see what like Miami's made of. It's what I'm saying. Okay, fair enough. Take the under in that though. Uh, I don't know what the over under is on it. I didn't look because I didn't. It's like in the fifties. Um, maybe actually. Okay. I, I now think, I think it's gonna be more of a like a good, just a good football game. You know what I mean? Not like yeah. you're playing in the Big Twelve, but. All right, now real quick, we got 15 minutes left, so we're gonna have to hurry to get this two minute drill in. We got it. We gotta hurry. All right, first game, uh, Mikey football projected 120.65 versus uh, Ryan 124.37. Um, here's the thing, I really hate starting two people on Thursday. I have to do it. Don't like it. A Uke's back. I think that helps. A Justin Fields. I don't know if I'm even gonna start him. Uh, Olave's been really good for Ryan. Uh, Bijan and London's interesting. Who do you guys like? Uh, I, there's no way you can start Justin Fields. I think you have to start. Uh, don't you have what's his name? Yeah, CJ Stroud. I'm starting. I I think this is the last week I'm starting Justin Fields. No, you have to start CJ Stroud against Pittsburgh. No, 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 no. I don't know. I don't really like Stafford. He hasn't really been putting up points. He puts up yards, but doesn't get touchdowns. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Geno's back in his lineup. Yeah, Puku, uh, Puka, Puku, whatever the hell his name is, kind of cooled off last week a little bit. Um, Mike, I think you. I think you keep rolling. You Keep your name in the conversation, and you get a W. Just want to see at the table. I'm going. I'm actually going to go. Uh, sorry, no. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Trotter as well. Um, can we just get done with the the games in Europe at eight o'clock in the morning? Like, oh, I love them. That's great. I love it. All right, uh, Kamish projected one thirty-two verse. Uh, Thomas picking up his first win. So I'll touch on these. Congratulations. One twenty-two. So it's actually decently close projections. Dave, you like Purdy, Hopkins against Cincy, ETN, Swift's the real deal. Kelsey against the Jets. Taylor Swift's going to be at that game. Uh, pound uh, Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. But uh, uh, I'd love to see Cor- uh, Sutton in his lineup. Mentioned that last week he should have been in. Guy had put up 19. Also was 100% on uh, the call last week of saying that he's going to score about 135 points. He scores 134.4 and gets his first W. Randy going, but, Kam- Randy going to Kamara. Off his suspension. Yeah. Coming off suspension. Uh, buyer beware on that one. I've had him all last year. I fucking hate him. Uh, I'm going to go with the upset again. I'm going to take Thomas. 
Uh, I don't know. Something about like New England. I think they kind of control CD and Pollard. Uh, but I'm still gonna go Randy. I'm going myself, my friend. I think I'm, the only thing I'm really worried about is like Sutton because the Bears defense stinks. Sutton has like a career day, like 35 points. I wonder what his over on our receiving yards is. But then uh, I probably whatever. All right, let's go to the next three and O team. Uh, Lewis uh, right now projected a 128 versus inverted Chubb channel. One one eleven, which is the low projections. Um, uh, Hurts against Washington. You, like again, Dave, you talked about you like Washington's defense. Um, maybe he doesn't have that good of a game. Um, two at Buffalo is interesting. Uh, I actually think Lewis' team struggles to score a little bit, but I still want to go Lewis. Yeah, I'm gonna go Lewis. I think Hurts if he didn't get. Pushed in the end zone five times a game uh, would be pretty average this year. Um, and like Channel said in our group chat before this, uh, he's looking at the Teats Bowl, not really happy with his team. I'm going to go with Lewis to, to Big, get the biggest, maybe biggest disappointment in fantasy, Darren Waller. Yeah, it hasn't been good. But he does have Joe Four, who's been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, everyone on that offense has been pretty bad. Um, I'm interesting bet would be like if Garrett Wilson outscores his projections at twelve and a half. That or punches his quarterback in the face. One or the other. Okay, yeah, now I'm going Lewis as well. All right, let's go to uh, Gallagher projected one twenty seven versus Simo projected one twenty. Um, Simo's been struggling to put up points. Jefferson at Carolina's tasty. It, all accounts, Josh Allen versus Miami should be a. A um, shootout. Um, he's got McKinnon, who scored twice against the Bears. I don't know if he's going to have the same luck against the Jets. That's a tough matchup to me personally. Um, Chase versus Tennessee, I think, could be a, like another 30-pointer for him. I think Goddard gets on the right track. Probably going to go Gallagher here. Yeah, I'm probably going to go Gallagher. I really hate most teams running backs right now. He's Justice Hill and McKinnon. Uh, but, I mean, obviously he has Justin Jefferson and, and Smith at wide receiver and Higgins. Um but I think that Gallagher team was a little bit more put together, like we said last week. I'm going to go with Gallagher. Pitt at Houston could be interesting. Baltimore at Cleveland's going to be a slow fest, but. Gallagher, too. Okay. Um... I'm interested to see the snap count between uh, A-Chain what, 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 and, and fucking Mozart. Yeah, let's yeah, see. All right. Mozart. I mean, tough luck, Lath. I mean, honestly, he's been putting up points. Uh,. I think, you know, Andy's team right now is a little bit of a flux. I mean, he's got Roshan and, and Jalen Warren and, and Kyle Pitts, for that matter. You know, I don't know. But I will say this about Andy's receivers. I mean, Brown, Debo, and Amari Cooper have been pretty good uh, for the most part. Um, I think Debo is a top-ten receiver right now. Watson looked like old Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah, yeah, but he's also he's projected the lowest. One. Yeah, you're right, 110. That's my fault, channel. Um, I'm going to go Lathe here. I think Lathe gets on the board. Uh, yeah, Light's been having some bad luck. He has, I think, like 80 points more scored on him than anyone else in the league. He's just getting dumped on with points. And I don't think Andy's the team that's going to do that to him this week. Uh, I'm going to go with Lathe. Now, there's Andy's just running some bad luck. You, do you think Lathe's picking up a new defense, right? He's not going to start the Jets versus Kansas City, or do you think you roll? You I feel, would hope not. I, I would really hope not. Uh, Lathe has not had one ad this year, so. So probably. Okay. Now, finally, uh, Dave Steuben, Moneybag Joe projected a 126 versus Waldo projected 119. Waldo's not very happy with his team. Uh, Mike Williams gets injured. It's huge, but you still have Christian McCaffrey. I mean, that guy is a yeah. Now, I think probably he does not – I mean, Stevenson hasn't been that good. 
Um, Zay Flowers, you figure, solid uh, without um, Beckham there now. Um, Waddle's going to play, Dave? Hey, what are you getting from Waddle this week? Uh, so Waddle's a go. He's going to be a full practice tomorrow. Uh, he was full practice today. Uh, I'm hoping that he's coming out ready to go and that they're going to double your guy, Tyreek Hill, and then he'll be open across the middle for some, some plays. I, I still might start uh, uh, my Houston receiver. Can't think of his Ten. name right now. Nico uh, Collins, yeah. Um, but I'm probably going to go Waddle just because I need him to, to put up some points. I like my team this week. I think Aaron Jones is going to play this week, so I'm kind of like finally getting back to almost full strength here. Yeah. Calvin Ridley, so, past two weeks, has fallen off a cliff against Atlanta in London. Who knows? Mike Thomas, your boy Mike Thomas, Lampoy, has been actually Oh, wow. Steady Eddie. Not, not great. 11-12-11. Right, we have seven minutes left. Just let you know, Randy. I think the game really relies on Stevenson. Um, if New Orleans try, not New Orleans, if New England tries to actually control the clock and kind of play a sloppy game in order to win that, um, they're going to need Ramondre to fucking pop off against Dallas, and especially to keep that pass rush at bay. But I, I think that game all depends on Ramondre. So what Ramondre does is well, be- I feel like Zeke Elliott was kind of getting. Like a decent amount yeah, of run. Yards last week. Yeah, he was getting a lot of run. It was kind of weird to me. Double digit uh, carries and seventy two yards. All right, I think I'm gonna go. Here's, a, here's another bet. Um, I know he's. I know we're we're done, right? Yeah, we got we got seven six minutes Mike left. Didn't make it oh, I'm gonna go, Dave. Thank you, sir. Um, Mike Mike Evans, top five wide receiver right now, but he's playing against Lattimore. Oh yeah. Do you just take the unders on Mike Evans receiving yards and everything else so he can get ejected or what? I love that. No, I, I mean, even if he doesn't get ejected, I love it. Because even when he doesn't get ejected, he plays terrible against him. I was going to bring that up. Nice call, Randy. Yeah, so. All right. Mike Evans for the last three years, and I know you just circle this one on on the game sheet that you're like, uh, Mike Evans might get a, you a four this week because he's going to get ejected. All right, good nug right there. Um, a lot to unpack, a 55-minute episode, basically. Um, so hopefully we give the viewers what they wanted. Um, other than that, you know, good luck the rest of the week. Big big divisional NFC North divisional game tomorrow. Um, Going to be interesting to see. I think if, if Detroit's for real, they go in there and they beat that team by double digits. If they're for real. If they're for real. Also, I'd like to make an announcement. I kind of texted the league. Um Commission is turning 34 October 10th. Uh, that's Sunday, October 8th. I'd like to get as many people together and have a Sunday fun day so we could celebrate that everyone should be off the next day for Indigenous People Day or Columbus Day. It depends what you you celebrate. But uh, yeah, nice get, we haven't all got together to watch a game yet this year, so that'd be week six. So that'd be, uh, that'd be a nice little treat. Yeah, my company doesn't believe in that shit, so I'll probably still be there. But What, Columbus or Indigenous People? Both? Both. Okay. It's a federal holiday, though. All right. All right, well, appreciate that warm invite, Randy. Uh, even though, it, to me, that place is a house of horrors, your, 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 your establishment. Well, you've never been here when you've been betting, buddy. It could yeah, be, it could true. Be we'll see. Um, but anyway, hey, remember, it's never too late to come relax at the lounge. Take care, y'all. 1-800-GAMBLER.